Hey, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. I want you to know that today is a great day. It's a beautiful day. And I will proclaim the goodness of God, His grace, His favor is upon you, friend. It's upon your children, your household, your city. It's upon this country. And I am just so excited. I woke up this morning just feeling the presence of God like never before. You know what? Jesus is alive, my friends. He is our great counselor. He is a king of kings. And you can count on it. He is on the throne. Last night, I had an opportunity to be over at one of our homes. Or actually, our men and women came together, and we worshiped God. And I walked in there, and they had already started, and they were singing praises to God like you would not believe. And it was so powerful because when you think about the brokenness that they came out of and how God brought healing to their life, Some of these girls, their testimonies would just rock your world. It'll just make you never want to complain about anything. And these young guys that had been involved in addiction, and it just seemed hopeless. You know, moms that have been praying for their kids and and dads and husbands and wives, just praying for their family members. So many people, by the time they call us, are just like, you know, I just don't know. I've given up. There's no hope, but you know what? I walked into that place last night and I saw the hope of Jesus. You know, they were singing a song. You guys know it, Waymaker. He makes a way for us. He is our healer. He is a light to our path. And I am watching these people that were once incarcerated, once behind bars, once broken, healed, and celebrating God that he's our way maker. I want you to know that he is our strength in times of trouble. Growing up, my parents, you know, they began to reach the loss. Some of you guys know my dad's testimony. At 12, he was in a gang. By 14, he's a heroin addict. My grandmother, oh my gosh, God bless her. You know, she just didn't know what to do. And she just began to pray and pray and pray. She went to one of those little churches, a storefront church in New York City called John 316. Church seven days a week. You know, not like today where we're like in and out in an hour. No, they worship God and they believed God for such big, big, big stuff. And so my grandmother was like, you know what? My son was meant for more than drugs. He's not going to die on the streets. And she just began to pray. And, um, you know, God radically saved my dad's life. In fact, later on, um, many of you guys know that story, you know, Nikki Cruz was already in the program and he ministered to my dad and just helped him find the way, um, you know, the Christian life. And, and my dad was able to find his life totally transformed uh, through the power of Jesus Christ and, of course, the ministry of David Wilkerson. So that's kind of our legacy. And so, you know, he meets my mom in Bible college. She is ready to just save the world. She's ready to be a missionary all over the world for Jesus. But God, he does something so amazing. He calls them back to the streets of New York. Now, you got to understand, my mom, 
Uh, my mom grew up on a farm, and they would milk cows and make their own cheese. For her to go to the streets, this was truly a mission field. It was a foreign language. She didn't know anything about that lifestyle, but she sold out for Jesus, and they end up traveling the world. They land in Richmond, Virginia, and here it is. This is the place where God called our family to begin opening our own home, and my parents would bring broken people right into our house, and uh, it was interesting, you know, um, our house, I always say, it was so small, you could walk in the front and fall out the back, <laughs> but it had enough space to give so much love to so many hurting people, and literally, so many people came through. As a little girl, I gave up my bed and slept on the floor in my parents' room, and I just had the the privilege, you know, to see God take a broken heart and transform it. So growing up, you know, as our ministry began to expand, now we've been, it's going to be 50 years in ministry, my, my parents' ministry that they founded. And of course, I oversee that. I run that with my husband. And we've seen 20,000 graduates come through the doors of New Life for Youth. And we are so blessed. We literally get to see miracles happen every day. And speaking about miracles, you know, I found it really easy to pray for other people. You know, obviously they were broken, obvious, you know, they are hungry for God. And I could believe God to do just about anything. I mean, I saw God heal the most hardened heart of uh, somebody out of prison, a girl off of the streets. And I was just so used to being able to pray for this uh, type of situation. What I found was much more difficult was believing God for my own needs. You know, maybe you're listening today and that kind of resonates with you. Sure, anybody calls us and we're like, yeah, we'll pray for you. But now you're facing a need. And here I am, I find myself, you know, married, got two kids, and we are pregnant with our third um, child. And so we go inside. And of course, I've had a child before, and I know there's an ultrasound, and I'm laying on the bed. They begin to take the ultrasound pictures. And something amazing is happening because um, it was hundreds of pictures, just one after the other, after the other, falling to the ground. The strip of pictures was so long. And I turned to the lady that was doing the testing and I just had to ask her, I said, you know, something's wrong, right? You know, something's up. And she said, well, I'll tell you what, what you need to do, get dressed, get your husband, and just go ahead and go into the doctor's room. And she's going to be in there and she's going to meet with you guys. You know, I mean, I knew in that moment something was wrong. <laughs> I was like, I've been here before. It never looked like this. So I grabbed my husband and our hearts are pounding. We're walking back to the doctor's office and we're, we're sitting in there. And all of a sudden she walks in and I'll never forget it. She had a clipboard in her hand and she proceeds to tell us, she doesn't understand, but that one of the ventricles of my child's brain was just so enlarged. And once it gets to that point, it rarely ever goes back. And the next thing that came out of her mouth was, you need to go ahead and set up a time to end this pregnancy. You know, no mom ever, ever thinks they're going to hear those words and so I held my husband's hand and we didn't even have to connect eyes. We were both in agreement in our spirit. And we just said, you know, that's not an option. And then, of course, she started again. Well, Rosalinda, I know you're religious. That's the way she put it. 
she said, look, you know, I need to paint this picture for you. It is never going to be normal. Your life is going to change forever. She said, this baby is not going to walk. He is not going to eat normally. Um, when he's born, we'll put a shunt in the back of his brain. We'll drain fluids out. I mean, Rosa, I need you to understand this. Your life is getting ready to change. You need to go and you need to come back in two weeks ready to terminate this pregnancy. You know, in that moment, my heart sunk to the ground. My husband gripped my hand and you know, I just felt tears kind of rolling back into my eyes, down my throat. I mean, I just I just couldn't say anything. But I, I knew something. I had this unexplainable peace that in my darkest hour, in my most trying moment, my God would not abandon me. And I want you to know today, whatever you're going through, your God is not going to abandon you either. He is there with you through the storms. That's the power that we have when we build our life upon the rock who is Jesus. You know, our life, if it's on sand, if it's in shaky situations, if you don't have your foundation, let me just tell you, friend, if your foundation in your life is not on solid rock, you're right. The next storm that comes could knock you over. But you know, my husband and I, we, we walk with the Lord and we pray and we worship and we couldn't understand. Trust me, I was upset. You know, I was kind of mad. And I just thought, God, you know, I've given you my whole life. Why? Why is this happening to us? From there, you know, it was like the longest walk down the hallway of the hospital. And my husband went off to work and, and I ended up going to the Christian bookstore. And we, I just sat in a corner. I was going to sing that Sunday. So I just started listening to the songs. And all of a sudden, this amazing song by Martha Minuzzi, um was one of the ones I grabbed. The words were so perfect. It said, when you don't know what to say, when you don't even have the words to pray, say the name. And that was it. It was say the name of Jesus. And that's all I had in that moment. But you know, it was all I needed. That hope Lord just imparted that into my life. And you know what? I was okay. I didn't cry. I wasn't nervous. Look, I, I had a sister-in-law who had gone through a very tough pregnancy. Um, we have a beautiful niece that is Down syndrome. And I said, you know, if she can make it, if Jacqueline can make it, and she can get through this, you know, God can give us the strength. I was clinging on to her hope and clinging on to her strength. And I said, you know, if our child is born with special needs, God's going to give us that special love that we need. And it was enough. And so that week, it actually was a great week. And we prayed. We didn't share it with very many people, actually only my parents. And that next Sunday, boy, I got a hold of that mic and I sang that song. You know, for other people, it may have touched them in one way, but for me, it was my promise. It was everything that I had. It was, I had nothing else to say. And I knew that Jesus was all I needed. We went back into the hospital the next Monday, actually a week after that, two weeks later. And, you know, they began to do the ultrasounds again. And here we go. Lots of pictures coming out. And they said, hey, the doctor's going to talk to you. We go into the room. And this time she walks in. And I'm, I'm telling you, 
She walks in, her face is so puzzled and she goes, I'm gonna tell you, I never seen anything like this. I don't even know how to explain it. And I'm telling you, I didn't even let her finish the sentence. And I said, I know, I know exactly what happened. God healed my baby. And my husband and I embraced. We started jumping up and down. It was like nothing you have ever seen. I mean, we just looked crazy in that hospital room. But we knew our God showed up. And I want you to know that your God will show up for you too. You just got to call upon his name. You have to speak to that mountain and say, be moved in the name of Jesus. One of my issues that I've dealt with in life is doubt and fear and anxiety. And those three things, they are spirits that work together to paralyze Christians emotionally and spiritually so that the work of Christ in us and through us will be ceased or hindered. So look, I had to overcome doubt and fear. But I want you to know the Bible says have faith. The word of God says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews eleven six. No matter how much you ask God without faith, he's not going to answer your prayers. You have to believe that God will answer your prayers no matter how long it takes for it to happen. You're listening to me today and I want you to know this. God hears you, but you got to stick with it, man. Don't give up. You might be in the valley of your life right now. You might be facing the most incredible situation of your life, but with faith, all things are possible. You know, what we don't see in the natural, it doesn't mean that something is not happening in the spiritual world. There is a purpose for God's timing. Sometimes we just don't understand it. Look, I want to encourage anybody listening today, maybe you didn't go through something as tragic or testing like I did, but maybe you're right now at home homeschooling your kids and you never thought you'd be doing this and you can't wait for them to go back. Maybe it's been a financial challenge. You know, maybe you've been laid off. Um, Whatever it is, maybe you're single and you're saying, God, when are you going to send me Mr. Right? You know, when are you, maybe you're a man and you're, you're wishing for a spouse. You don't want to do life alone. Whatever it is, whatever we have to overcome, we've got to surrender it to the Lord. You need to know he's big enough. Look, he hears you. I promise he does, but you got to call out to him. You know, when, when my kids were little, they used to do a commercial for my husband's mortgage company. And it was so funny. I'll never forget. We were one day inside a pizza restaurant and my kids started chatting away like they normally do. And somebody leaned over the other side of the booth and they were like, wait a minute, are you the two kids that do the commercial for the mortgage company? And we started laughing so hard because they have a distinct sound. And apparently those people were hearing the commercial over and over and over. You have a distinct sound. And when you pray to your father, he recognizes your voice. And the more you go to him, the more you will recognize his because God will speak into that situation. You will overcome it. Look, do not be afraid. There is nothing that can come against us as children of the most high God that we will not overcome in Jesus name. There's no temptation that's too big that he doesn't provide a way of escape. Every day, every day, look, ministry, the ministry that I run is no joke. 
You know, people call me all the time and they say, I'd love a couple minutes of your time. I'm really thinking about opening up a home for men or women in addiction. First thing I tell them is go back to bed and see if that's really God's voice talking to you. I mean, go back to bed three times because when you deal with hurting people, it is hard. This is a tough ministry. It is a frontline ministry. This thing will test you from one side to the other. Of course, when you know that you're called, God is your provider. But let me tell you, every day I've got to cover myself in the blood. I have got to put the helmet of salvation on. I have to put the mind of Christ on so that I am not walking in the flesh when I make decisions. And when I see something that looks too big, how many of you guys look at things and you're like, man, that is just too much. You are right. It is too much for us to handle, but it's not too much for God to handle. I want to encourage you today. I pray you've been encouraged as you've been listening to this podcast. He is more than enough. And just like that song that Martha Manusi sings, when you don't know what to say, when you don't have the words to pray, just say the name right where you are in your own heart. I don't know if you're working, if you're at home, if you're vacuuming, if you're driving your car, you can say the word Jesus. You can call upon his name. In fact, we're going to do that together right now. Before we end this podcast, just I want to pray over you right now and, and just encourage you in your faith. Lord, in the name of Jesus, whatever mountain, whatever situation, Lord God, that my friend is going through, Lord, the same way you gave me the peace, Lord God, the same way that you came in and you healed my little baby, I pray that you will heal the heart of the listener today, that you will fix the situation, Lord, that you will be honored and glorified, Father, that when we turn it over to you, Lord God, and we put our trust and faith in you, and not in our own flesh, Lord, we can have the peace to know that everything is going to be all right. There are moments when we don't have the words, but we can call upon the name of Jesus. And that is all we need. So today we call upon your name and we receive the strength, the victory, the joy, oh God, that only you can provide in Jesus name. Amen. If you're listening to today's podcast, Always remember, when you put your trust in God, He will fuel your faith. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.